Well, welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryan, and the truth is out there. You know, let's seek it. If we're willing to seek it, we can find it. But uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's right in front of us, but we just don't see it. Well, we want to uh, kind of continue on um, with uh, sort of a topic we've been on lately. We've been talking about the birth of Christ, and and uh, we looked at uh, um, Luke's rendition of it. And so we want to uh, take a look today over in, in Matthew. And, you know, Matthew, uh, um, the first couple of chapters we'll, we'll get into. And, uh, of course, the first part of chapter one deals with the uh, genealogy of, of Jesus Christ. And for, for most of us, that's, um, oh, that's blah, that's, oh, you know, so-and-so beget so-and-so, and they beget so-and-so, and they beget so-and-so. But, you know, it's there for a purpose. And if we'll take a, a moment and look at that, we're, we're not necessarily uh, dwelling on that part of it at, at this time, but you can see that uh, the fulfillment of, of, uh, of prophecy that uh, you know Jesus um, is part of the house of David. You know that this prophesied the Messiah is going to come out of uh, 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 out of David, and so it traces that uh, lineage back through through David and so on, and um, uh, some other uh, interesting people in uh, in Jesus's uh, uh, lineage, like uh, like Ruth <laughs> and. Um, uh, and Naomi, and so on. And, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, a, a lot of people there, but but let's jump on down today in um, uh, chapter uh, one, verse eighteen, and here where it gets in and starts talking about the the birth of Christ. And and remember, you know, each um, each writer. Um, is writing about it and so to get the full picture of, of Christ's birth and uh, you know some of the things that's going on it's good to read the different um, uh, accounts in, in the different books you know um, because the, you know the same um, the the center core is always there always prevalent but each of the writers will um, give a little bit different perspective and they'll bring in some other things that the other writer didn't uh, didn't bring in and so here in uh, verse uh, 19 we'll start we'll read a little bit and then we'll we'll comment um says now the birth of jesus christ was as follows after his mother mary was betrothed to uh, uh to, to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's pause there for just a moment. You know, his mother, whose mother? Jesus's mother, you know, Mary. She's betrothed. She's engaged um, to Joseph. <clears throat> and before they came together, before they ever had any sexual relations, um, she's with child, but this child is from the Holy, Holy Spirit. So verse 19, um, you know, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. 
But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Yeah, let's let's look here just a second. Now, here, let's look at it from Joseph's perspective. You know, sometimes we just sort of, uh, you know, we, we know the Bible story, and so we just sort of skim over it real quick, um, and we don't pause and, and think and reflect upon it. Um, so here's Joseph, and, okay, you're engaged. You'll you put yourself in Joseph's situation. Okay, you're, you're engaged to a lady you love, and, and uh, you know, you're, you're uh, going to be married and stuff, and and uh, uh, and before uh, uh, you know, before you've had any relations with her, uh, you find out she's pregnant. <clears throat> you know, think think about that for a second. You know, uh, how would you react to that? How how would a lot of people, uh, a lot of men, react to that? <clears throat> you know, some would fly mad. Some would uh, would uh, you know be very abusive. Uh, you know, some would want to. Uh, um, um, you know, shame her, make a public example of her, and so on. But the scripture says Joseph, her husband, being a just man. You know, Joseph was a good man. He's just. You know, he he loves Mary. Uh, he doesn't want to see harm come to her. He says he not wanting to make her a public example. He was minded to put her away secretly. You know. In in today's society, uh, it's a little bit different than what it was back in Jewish society, or even uh, society when I was a a, a young man. Um, you know, in, in today's society, a lot of people, uh, you know, they don't get married; they live together. Um, you know, they they have children. Uh, you know, without uh, the parents being married and stuff, and. Um, and so a lot of people, uh, you know, that's just sort of an accepted norm anymore. But back in Jewish time, back in Jesus's day, um, that's, you know, looked down upon. That's, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're ridiculed. Oh, that's a, uh, that person really messed up. That's a bad person. Uh, you know, they did something that they, uh, are not supposed to do. You know, it's not uh, lawful for them to do. They broke the law. And um, uh, and so there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of humiliation. Um, but also it goes even further than that. Uh, Joseph had a right. You know, he's her fiance. And, uh, you know, he's her, her husband. And <clears throat> he hasn't had any relations with her. And so uh, she winds up, uh, she shows up pregnant. You know, she'd been off visiting her uh, her cousin for a few mu- for a few months. Remember uh, when we talked about in, in Luke? Uh, you know, when the angel come and told her she's going to have uh, uh, Jesus, uh, told her also that her cousin Elizabeth 
was uh, with child also, you know, John the Baptist. And uh, she goes and visits her <clears throat> and stays there for a few few months. And so when, when she's coming back here to Joseph, uh, she's pregnant. And um, uh, so Joseph had a legal right under Jewish law. Um, he could have brought her out, not only just shaming her, but he could have had her stoned to death. <laughs> now think about that. You know, uh, adultery. You know, I, you know she's she's my fiance. She's you know she's my to be my wife, and here she is pregnant. So he could have had her stoned, um, but it said he's a just man. You know, he loved her. He he didn't want to see harm come to her. Uh, he didn't want to make a public example of her, and so he's just going to handle this and do it quietly. You know, uh, let her have her baby, take her off somewhere, let her have her baby, divorce her, um, and, and that will be it. <laughs> but thank God, right? Um, says uh, he was thinking about those things and says, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. <laughs> so God sent him a message and God, you know, God will let him know. God was already, you know, dealt upon his heart, but his mind is still restless with it. And so he has the dream, and the angel tells him that, um, hey, it's it's okay. Don't be afraid. You know, it's okay for you to take her a, as your wife. Um, this child that she uh, is going to have is conceived of the Holy Spirit, and um, she's going to bring forth a son, and uh, he'll be called Jesus. His name is Jesus. Oh yeah, and and he will save his people from their sins. So, um, yeah, once again, Joseph could have just wrote it off. Well, you know, I'm just that was just a dream. <laughs> well, no, he, he took it to heart and he believed it, and uh, and then he acted upon his beliefs. So, um, and and it said all that was done there in verse. Uh, uh, 22 and 23 all that was done so that it could be spoken of by what the prophets had said you know there have been all kinds of prophecies about jesus some of them a few hundred years you know five six hundred years some of them over a thousand years about the birth of of christ the birth of the messiah um and and this one prophecy talking about behold the virgin shall be with child you know a miracle a miracle birth here a virgin is going to have a child and give birth to him and his name will be Emmanuel now Emmanuel means is, is a word that literally means God with us and so God is coming to be with us, to be with mankind, not only to be with us, to be part of us, <laughs> uh, taking on human flesh himself. You know, the uh, incarnate, you know, that's a, a Latin phrase for in the flesh. <laughs> you know, God came in the flesh. He He put on his earthly man suit, <clears throat> you know, to uh, live the life for us. So God is with us. God is no longer, we're no longer estranged from God. We're no longer separated from God. There's no longer that big gulf between man and God. But God is now with us. 
Yeah, we take it so much for granted today. Um, you know, we need to you know ponder and and think about that a little bit. God being with us. And verse twenty four uh, to end the chapter said, and Joseph being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. (laughs) So Joseph took Mary as his wife, but he didn't know her. In other words, he didn't have sexual relations with her until after she gives birth to Jesus. On down in uh, chapter 2 is uh, where it gets in and talks about the wise men from the east. And, uh, you know, we typically, uh, you know, we see uh, Christmas stories and so on and uh, Christmas movies and cartoons and so on. And, you know, the wise men coming, three wise men, and uh, they visit uh, Jesus there in the manger. Uh, well, that's not really scriptural. <laughs> yeah, there was some wise men, <clears throat> but uh, it really doesn't say that how many that there were. We know that they were more than one because it said wise men, not a wise man. Um, we typically uh, think of, of uh, three because there was three gifts brought to Jesus. Um, and because the wise men brought gifts to jesus that's sort of why we exchange gifts now at christmas you know as we celebrate the birth uh, of christ um but uh, so let's let's read here a little bit about the uh, the wise men it says uh chapter two says now after jesus was born in bethlehem of judea in the days of herod the king Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. <laughs> you know, wise men of the east. Now, once again, you know, the, the Bible doesn't go into great detail on every little thing. <laughs> we know they're wise men. Um, you know, they, they referred to as the, the Magi in places. Magi just means wise man. Um, at, but we do know that they came from the east. Most biblical scholars think it, it was probably Persia. Could have been some other places as well. But we know that the Persians were very um, uh, educated, that they did study the stars, uh, you know, astronomy and, and so on. Um Uh, And and, um, so they knew the star movements, and so they would have noticed uh, a star in the sky. And um, uh, we'll we'll come back to that star in a minute because, uh, you know, where where did this star come from? You know, do we know what that star was today? Um, But we'll take a, a, a brief break, and then we'll be back in just a moment. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. 
You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Welcome back to Truth Talk. You know, we're uh, talking about the wise men coming and uh, uh, they, you know they, they travel to Jerusalem because they've seen the star in the sky and uh, they want to come worship the, uh, uh, the, the newborn king of the Jews. <laughs> and so uh, they come to Herod. you know he's the king of the area. Um, and so let's, let's go ahead and read a, a few more verses and then we'll come back and comment. Since when Herod was uh, um, the king heard this, he's troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the, the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ uh, was to be born. So they told him, Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, and not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who shall shepherd my people Israel. So Herod, um, when he heard this, called the wise men. Says he, uh, he wanted to, to determine from them what time that the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search uh, carefully for the young child. And when you found him, Bring back word to me that I may uh, come and worship him. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it uh, came and stood over where the young child was. Uh, When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had uh, come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed uh, for their own country another way. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we said that uh, Herod here, now he's the king of the Jews at the time. He's a, he's a ruler over Judea. Um, you know, Jerusalem, uh, the Jews had sort of won their uh, independence after Alexander the Great had came in and the Greeks were ruling over the area. And uh, after Alexander's death, um, you know, the kingdom sort of divided up. And so... Um, uh, two of um, uh, these parts of the old uh, uh, Greek uh, Empire of Alexander would rule over Judea for uh, uh, for a while uh, at different times. And finally, uh, this family, this priest and his family, the Maccabees, would win independence. And to gain independence, they aligned themselves. They got an alliance with this other power coming in, the Romans, Rome. And so they were free and independent for 80 or 100 years, something like that. But then they got into uh, some civil war, 
and that's when the Rome came in and took over uh, the Jews. The Roman uh, Roman Empire is now ruling over Judea. But the the uh, the way that they ruled was that they would take whoever was the ruler, and if they would work with them, they would still let them rule, but they have to be subject to Rome. You know, it's sort of like uh, we've got our national government, and we've got state governments, you know, and so we've got our governors, uh, but the governor, uh, you know, the state is still part of, you know, the United States, and the federal law supersedes the local local law. So that's sort of how it was. You had the Roman law supersedes any uh, local Jewish law. And the, you know, the, the local king, Herod, is subject to the Romans. Well, Herod is not a, a good guy. You know, he likes the power and he likes, uh, you know, associating with the Romans more, uh, Romans more so maybe than, than the uh, Jewish people. <clears throat> And he sees Jesus as a threat. Oh, this new king of the Jews is going to be born. So he wants to kill him. So, you know, he's playing up to the wise man. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you go search him, find where he's at. And, and uh, yeah, now, how long has it been since you saw this star? You know, trying to get a, a time frame here <clears throat> to know about how old the child is. And said, you know, you, you, you come back and tell me when you find him so I can come worship him. Well, uh, you know, these wise men were wise because, uh, you know, they, they it, it became aware to them in a dream. A Herod uh, probably wants to kill this child. You know, let's go back a different way. And here also, uh, we, we said that we typically think of three wise men because of three gifts, you know, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, and these three gifts um, are very symbolic as well. You know, gold uh, is a typical gift that you would bring a king, and it represents, uh, you know, uh, the, um, the kingliness um, uh, of Christ, uh, you know, Christ rule. Um we see that uh, you know that Christ is King. Frankincense um, is a substance you know the, the, in the temple. And when we talked earlier uh, uh, about uh, you know John the Baptist, you know his uh, dad was a, a priest and would light incense in the temple. Well, <clears throat> frankincense is one of the incense that they burn, and so it's uh, uh, it's used as um, um, it's used in worship in, in the temple. And so what frankincense is symbolizing is Christ is the um, chief priest. You know, so Christ is our king, our physical king, but Christ is also, you know, he's, he's a royal priest. He's also our chief priest, our main priest. He's our intercessor to God for us. And then myrrh uh, is a perfume, um, and it's used to anoint uh, dead bodies. Uh, myrrh was something that, uh, that they put on uh, people, you know, as they're embalming them, as they're uh, laying them in the tomb. And so the myrrh is symbolic of uh, the death 
of uh, of Christ, and and that was also spoken of uh, um, by the, by the prophets. So, you know, uh, we see a lot of this scripture is uh, uh, is taking place. Um, you know, it, the scripture is being fulfilled, um, and we see on in verse thirteen when the um, you know, it says, now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. <laughs> said, Arise, take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt. Stay there uh, until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So he arose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled. Oh, another prophecy here, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Out of Egypt I call my son. Now think about if you're a rabbi during, you know, right before Jesus' birth, and you're trying to figure out about, uh, you know, where, where the Messiah is coming from, and and so you're looking in the scripture, and it, it talks about, oh, oh, my son's going to come out of Egypt. But uh, well, another scripture saying he's born in Bethlehem, uh, and another scripture saying, well, he's not, he's going to be known as a Nazarene, somebody from Nazareth. Well, to you, it you know it wouldn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> you know what's all this mean? You know it's sort of a mystery, but we can see how it's all woven together as we look back at it. Um, and so if you can't, if, if things, if you're going through something and things don't seem to make sense, you know, uh, just wait, just wait a while, just hold on, keep your faith in Christ. And after a while, it, it will make a little more sense. So, uh, down in verse 16, that's where it talks about Herod sending in the uh, the troops, so to speak. It says, uh, when Herod uh, saw that he was deceived by the wise men, he's exceedingly angry. And he set forth and, and put all the male children who were in Bethlehem and, and all of its district from two years uh, old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men, um, uh, when was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice from uh, uh, was heard in Ramah, lamentations, weeping, great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they were no more. <laughs> so think about how evil Herod is. You know, uh, and, and this is you know, a pattern that's laid out you know um destroying all the all the young males two years old and younger to try to kill the christ uh we see this uh laid out before with moses right moses is sort of a a symbol of the christ and how that uh oh the pharaoh killing all the male uh children there right but moses escaping um you know god is faithful um you know, Herod will die, and uh, Joseph will bring back um, Jesus. And, you know, when they come back, 
um, uh, they don't go, uh, you know, to Bethlehem. And, and by the way, when when the, you know it's about two years since um, Jesus is born, and when the wise men do come to Jesus, oh, they found him in a house. You know, they're not still living in the barn. He's still not in a manger. You know, he's about two years old uh, when they visit him here. Um, you know, we know that. Uh, uh, you know, when they come back out of Egypt, um, you know, because Herod's son is ruling there, um, you know, they sort of divert and go on down to uh, Nazareth uh, to live there. So once again, to fulfill the scriptures that he will be called a, uh, a Nazarene. Um you know, so much, uh, there's there's uh, so much more in there. You know, even our time um, that we we look at is is dated from the birth of Christ. Um, you know, before we used our Christian calendar today, we had the Roman calendar that started with the uh, formation of Rome. And so it was in the Roman year 700 and something when Christ is born, and it was a... Uh, um, Pope John the First that uh, had scholars uh, go back and, and look and set up this Christian calendar based upon the birth of Christ. So A.D. doesn't mean after death. It means in the year of our Lord. So till next time, this is Larry Bryant with Truth Talk. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.